0: You're listening to Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL.
1: Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. And joining us right now on the Roman guest line, Ed Egros of FanDuel, More Ways to Win, Bally Sports West joining us to talk about week 14. And Ed, uh, last week you said to us, if you think the Patriots could beat the Bills twice, you know what? Maybe you take a flyer on the Bills to miss the playoffs altogether because they'll have two more losses, tiebreakers, or a loss to the Colts. You know, it's not on solid footing for them if they lose. And they already lost one of those games out of the Pats, the Monday night game with all the weather. Now they travel to Tampa Bay. We were talking about earlier, it feels like a must-win or a very, very big game for the Bills how do you see this one? Bills getting three points right now on FanDuel against the Bucks. It's something where I'm not quite ready to say
2: it's a must-win situation for the Bills, but, I mean, how close is it going to get without actually falling into that category? There are a lot of reasons why the Bills need to win this game, in large part because they need to be able to showcase that they can win a shootout, which— Look, Tom Brady is Mr. Reliable, regardless of all the injuries that they have had offensively, not having Gronk for, for parts of the season. Heck, Antonio Brown may not be there anymore, depending upon how that shakes out. Somehow Tom Brady is still able to make it work for the most part, especially at home, especially uh, against certain matchups where he can have a, you know, a key kind of advantage. I will be curious to see if this Bills defense tries to do something to where they've seen Leonard Fournette do lots of good things this this season, especially over the last couple of games, where they're going to start to you know, challenge the run game just a little bit more. And that may leave opportunities open for Tom Brady to t- to take care of, you know, wh- whichever receiver is uh, not getting enough catches or, you know, needing more stats to get padded. But this is definitely one of those games where, yeah, Josh Allen needs to be able to keep up in a game like this, prove that he at least can and if he cannot, then these offensive struggles are going to continue and the, the faith is going to be gone at some point. I do believe Tampa Bay covers this number. Uh, it's going to be mighty close. I think the number is quite sharp. I'm probably more likely to be conservative and just take the bucks on the money line. But if the Bills cannot keep up in a shootout, then when are they going to show us that offensively they are capable of what they could do last year?
0: Ed, something that really uh, stands out for the rest of this Week 14 card is you look at the big spreads, and I get it. Green Bay at Lambeau with Rodgers history against the Bears uh, for it to be 12-and-a-half. It's probably going to get to 13 by the time we get to game time. Not a big surprise. Kansas City, the way they handled uh, Vegas last time, double-digit favorite. Okay, I understand. It appears that some of the uh, more respected money has come in on the Chiefs' side. But then we get to these other large point spreads, and I see a bunch of – average to maybe above average teams favored by more than a touchdown and i'm at a point where i'd be surprised if all of them win straight up chargers broncos titans and the seahawks if you had to pick one of them to go down this weekend uh which one is the most likely candidate I think it
2: might be the Chargers, in large part because I think we are misremembering Mike Glennon in general. <laughs> I, I get that he has had, and, and it's interesting because, yeah, Mike Glennon has had some you know not-so-great performances, but in, in terms of what Daniel Jones has done with this Jason Garrett offense, are we really sure that Mike Glennon is that much worse? Are we absolutely sure that this is going to be the significant step-down? And we've also seen some contests by Justin Herbert this year, uh, that have been stinkers, uh, to be quite blunt. And I think this is a young quarterback who has all the potential in the world, but this defense has been promising at times. And I would not be surprised if all of a sudden all these random trick plays uh, or all these you know cool things that Mike Glennon has been holding back this whole time uh, <laughs> is able to showcase itself. I do feel like that the Giants are in contention uh, potentially to win this game outright. Another one that's interesting to me, is the raiders i'm not ready to say that they can beat kansas city outright but this is definitely a game where i feel like that the raiders can cover at least i get the last contest you know kansas city blew them out on the road all that stuff but defensively the raiders have had some promising contests and pat mahomes has been inconsistent there are not too many games where you can look at this year and say yeah he's the same pat mahomes that we've seen last year two years ago. It's possible this gets to be a low scoring game, and if it is, then the spread is simply too big.
3: Another Monday night football matchup where I don't have to solely rely on the manning cast for my <laughs> entertainment. Ray- Rams at Cardinals. Um, we saw these two teams play on Halloween. Cardinals dominated 37 to 20. Um, Cardinals 10 and two, Rams eight and four. This should be a pretty good game on Monday night. I'm tempted to take the Cardinals minus two. What do you think, Ed? Thoughts on this one?
2: Well, you can succumb to peer pressure because I am with you on the Cardinals. And even though I just said, like, moments ago that, that you know, don't worry about the last meeting between the Raiders and the Chiefs, typically, though, I do worry about previous meetings when things are lopsided. And the fact that the Cardinals have been able to keep things going offensively for the most part, regardless of... Who is behind center? Which receivers are healthy? Whatever's going on, the Cardinals are still rolling. At, at some point, you have to respect that if they are not the best team in football, they're certainly top two, top three by this point. What more do they need to show in terms of, you know, quarterback consistency, regardless of who's back there, receivers, offensive line play, all of that. Stuff. You know, even the defense is playing out of their minds at times. This is a game where. The Rams are able to beat up on the lower-tier teams, but picking on someone their own size has not worked out well for them. And we've seen that time and time again all season long. We've even seen it a little bit of last year, and I feel like that's going to happen again.
1: We're talking to Eddie Gross of FanDuel here. More ways to win. Bally Sports West on NFL Week 14. Um, Ed, one that's going to have a lot of eyeballs on it. The Cowboys traveling to Washington, a little back and forth yesterday. McCarthy and Rob Rivera adding a little fun to this whole thing. Dallas currently a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Washington. Washington coming off four straight weeks here of winning and Heineke completing 70% of his passes or more. He's playing well. What do you make of this game? Dallas with extra rest. And, Ed, all of a sudden, if the Washington football team wins, the NFC suddenly has some interest down the stretch. I feel like if Dallas wins, it's pretty much over. What do you make of this game? Four and a half. Dallas, the favorite.
2: I feel like part of that Mike McCarthy guaranteeing a win thing is sort of harkening back to Jimmy Johnson saying we will win the football game when uh, he made the playoffs uh, en route to his, another Super Bowl victory. It, it, I think a lot of that was, uh, you know, basically sort of harkening back to that and sort of adding fuel to, to this particular fire. I do think the Cowboys can cover this number. We have seen Dak Prescott play out of his mind this season. And granted, a lot of uh, the problems have been, you know, know, Tyron Smith not being healthy healthy along the offensive line, Uh, questions at receiver in terms of Amari Cooper being out for a couple of games. Uh, Michael Gallup was out for a little while, really underrated wide out. But now all of a sudden they're starting to get healthier. They really needed this rest about as much as anybody at this point. And, yeah, Taylor Heineke's been playing well, no doubt about it. And certainly he deserves an opportunity to be a full-time starter somewhere. He has proven that. But the the weaponry that Washington has beyond Terry McLaurin does not match up to the weaponry that the Cowboys have with the aforementioned receivers, with CeeDee Lamb, who's also playing really, really well. You know, even the fourth guy, the fifth guy, the tight ends. There are a lot of outstanding weapons in this Cowboys offense. And at some point they're going to show it off again. And hey, what better time to do it against a divisional rival.
0: Ed the Cleveland Baltimore spot is fascinating because while mm-hmm. you have Cleveland coming off the bye, they're preparing for the Browns for th- uh, rather for the Ravens for three consecutive weeks. And while the Baltimore Ravens disappoint and uh, they end up losing to the Steelers a week ago, the look-ahead goes from Baltimore minus one as Cleveland's getting healthier to the Browns favored by two and a half. They still have a shot at the north if they can pull off the victory in this matchup. How do you view it?
2: Well, it's something where, first off, if you're not hammering the under in this game, then what are you even doing with your life? Because there's no way... That either quarterback is, you know, going to be able to, to muster a team total uh, by himself in this spot, in large part because both quarterbacks are hurt. And, yeah, the you know, the Lamar Jackson news is a little bit fresher, and so we think he may be a little bit more hurt. But if you look at what Baker Mayfield has done since that shoulder injury from back in week six, uh, you know, I pulled up the numbers real fast. You look at his EPA numbers that that seem to be most consistent in terms of, uh, you know, clean pocket without pressure. His EPA is is average to below average. Uh, Four man rush meaning the defense isn't blitzing. It's negative thirteen, which is really really bad. Uh, his EPA on short throws, Baker Mayfield, which is really one of the better aspects of his game in general. That hasn't been very good either. There there are accuracy concerns that I think stem from injury concerns. And yeah, Lamar Jackson is hurt, but he hadn't been playing that poorly as of late. Baker Mayfield has been far worse. Baltimore has the quarterback matchup. I think they can win this game outright, but definitely the under is the play.
3: At a game we've gone back and forth on, on this show, Cowboys at the football team. This is an interesting one. Um, the football team, underdogs, plus four and a half. What are you expecting in this one? Um, do you think the football team could pull off the upset?
2: I, I don't, actually. I, I think the Cowboys, uh, you know, kind of, you know, run over this one, uh, despite the fact that I think Taylor Heineke is, is playing well. But, you know, the weaponry is, is better with the Cowboys. And so I think uh, four and a half is good there.
1: Ed Egros joining us here. Ed, a game that I think is really interesting, maybe under the radar a little bit because it doesn't have the marquee of the of the Dallas and Washington or even Monday Night Football, but how about the 49ers-Bengals? One that big playoff implications both those teams. 49ers now one-and-a-half point favorites on the road. Sounds like Fred Warner will be back on the defensive side. We'll find out about Debo and what's going on there. But the other side, the pinky issue for Joe Burrow, That that is really concerning for me on the Bengals side. What do you make of this game? Bengals getting a point-and-a-half at home. Well, it's not just the pinky
2: issue that I felt like uh, the the cameras for the game last week were outstanding as far as tracking down where that pinky was uh, in every every part of the stadium. I mean, those photographers don't get paid enough, let me tell you that. Um, I think there's also a secondary uh, injury concern for Joe Burrow, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look up exactly what it is. But uh, overall, I mean, I I am not going to say that Joe Burrow is brittle or, you you know, he's injury prone or anything like that. I mean, that's silly to say but at some point you do have to be concerned that he just cannot be 100 percent, and this is definitely one of those games where anytime you play the 49ers you know they want to run the ball a lot do zone reads you know short throws to george kittle get the yak whatever it is and that means that you have fewer possessions and that joe burrow has to maximize those few possessions and when those injuries are there he doesn't have time to warm up or figure the game out or get a feel for what the defense is trying to do. No, you pretty much have to figure it out right then and there. And if already you're inaccurate coming in, well, then you're going to run out of time quickly. Yeah, the the Debo Samuel thing, I don't know what's going on with that, but can the 49ers cover this? Absolutely.
0: All right, I've got a. Uh, i have got I know there's more NFL games that we might want to hit, but before we run out of time, I got to make sure we hit Army Navy with you. I'm curious on your perspective. 15 straight years to the under, and I don't know where this is going to be by the time this thing kicks off. Are we going to be at 32, 31? Uh, what <laughs> do you think? I mean, the, it, it, it's also strange when we're talking about everyone's going to be betting the under, which never happens, and we lead with the total instead of the point spread. Well, and it, it's
2: it's hilarious too because Army runs this triple option offense that college teams largely are, are ill prepared for. It's probably one of the reasons why, I like Army, in the bowl game, but Navy certainly knows how to prep for it. I think oftentimes Navy, if I had to guess, uh, you know, spend time defending the triple option uh, about as much as they do taking on their you know opponent for that week, whatever it might be. They're probably willing to sacrifice regular season games so that they are absolutely prepared for what army is going to throw at them. And that plus they are always playing in the elements. You know, let's not forget that. It's not necessarily that these offenses are terrible it's that it's usually snowing or super cold or windy or, or something that prevents any kind of passing game to begin with. I mean, maybe had some good passing attacks the last few years, but you know, overall, this is a ground and pound kind of contest. There are few possessions. And again, this is something where you should be pounding the under early in the week. <laughs> don't wait until Friday to do this because everyone now now is up. doing it.
0: But now it's going back up. And I saw that 33, 32 and a half, I think at one point now we're up to 34 and a half on Fandle. So don't you have at, to go under I, at, at this? Yeah. I mean,
2: if it's going back up, then, yeah, it's probably yeah. time to go back under. But, you know.
0: <laughs> the whole
2: contrarian thing from Thursday or whatever it is. I mean, that's cute and all you want to fade the public, but yeah. you know, sometimes the public's right. You know, sometimes yep. everyone has figured this thing out. doesn't happen very often, but occasionally like in a tradition, unlike any other army Navy that, yeah, the public knows what it's doing.
0: And new, new England won. I mean, the public was all over new England on Monday. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It does. It does happen from time to time. Yeah, oh, Ed,
2: yeah. let answer, me throw – go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was just saying, as far as New England's concerned, yeah, I mean, they, they saw, you know, the weather, and everyone was betting the under. I thought I was supposed to be contrarian in that spot, and so I made a mistake, but, you know.
1: Yeah. It happens. Ed yeah. Egros, FanDuel is with us here on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com. Now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Ed, thank you. As always, we're back on the other side. Look at a contest fix. Joe Owen Paul for week 14. Up next on the BetQL Network.
3: These Joes are
0: helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gilio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.